Hello, welcome back to the Nobody Asked for This podcast. It is another week. Um, I'm gonna just start the complaining off right away. I, I realize I normally start with some sort of like a weather update, um, and we're just gonna stick to that. Last week I was complaining that it was snowing uh, because it was. This week I am going to complain that I've literally never been hotter. I'm sweating my hair gel off. It is disintegrating as we speak. I know I've put out a plea to the people, the makers of hair gel, just in general, just all of you, um, to fix it. Uh, I, I, I don't really know what the point is of putting hair gel in, if it's just going to evaporate. I don't know if anyone has any guidance on that for me that they want to um, dispel. Is that a word? You know when you try and make something sound smarter and you just end up sounding dumb? I do that a lot. I did that a lot in my in my essays um, in school. I would be like, I would make a sentence that needed to be 10 words, 25. And yes, it was for the word count. Um, but I actually think that that method of writing has stuck with me. Because I was writing something the other day, and there was no word count. I didn't, I didn't need to make it longer than it needed to be. But I was making like one paragraph worth of actual like content and actual real um substance i was making them like three paragraphs and i just think that that is the danger of imposing word counts i think we need to put put an end to word counts so join me in the fight go to www.wordcountsnomore.com dot com http dot dot slash slash you never hear www dot anymore like in commercials they're always like go to you know wendy's dot ca they're never like go to www dot wendy's dot ca so it's almost like was the www dot even necessary or were you just lying to us this whole time Anyway, I've, I've, I've opened about three different conversations in the um, span of about two minutes. So I'm going to finish one thought. I'm going to go back. Ready? Okay. We're going to recap. That was just the, um, that was the, in the beginning of the show when you get like the trailer and they're like, this episode on whatever. And you see like everything all at once. This is, this is that. So now we're going to actually dissect each of those statements that I started. So we're going to go, weather, don't think we forgot about you. We're going to come back to you. The weather. It sucks. It's terrible. I don't know whose idea it was to have snow one week and then a week later for me to be sweating in my car. Now it's only about 10 degrees. But still, when you were used to being freezing a week ago, it is quite jarring. Again, I don't really know... I didn't really like I didn't really realize that the weather struck me so much <laughs> not like literally like not lightning but just you know I think you learn things about yourself when you have not have to because again no one listens to this or asks me to do it but when when you've committed to talking to yourself for half an hour a week like I think you really you really find out things um and I got to be honest, like 90% of the stuff that I found out about myself was not stuff that I um, really need to know or am proud of. But that 10%, let me tell you, it is quite a boost. It is quite a boost in confidence. So yeah, the weather, I don't really know who I'm getting mad at for. So it really is like this, um, 
it's like what are we complaining about like no one it's no one's fault it's you know no one we can scream at it's not like we can vote in new weather we can't do an uprising you know protest against the weather i guess i mean i guess you could but it's like who is that what is that going to help and i'm sure there are ways that we could you know as a globe you know fix our practices that would impact the weather but i feel like you would still find someone that would complain about it because some people like hot and some people like cold so and and i this is something i recognized about myself young like i remember being probably grade two or three like outside for recess and it was freezing and i was thinking i wish it was hot and then i remember being grade two or three outside for recess and it was hot and i was thinking i just wish it was cold And in that moment, I was like, and this was my first moment of really self-reflection and self-realization. I was like, I will never be happy. Not in like a life sense, just in like a a sense of the weather. Like I will complain about whatever. I'm a natural born complainer. Complainer is my favorite. Complaining is my favorite sport. And that's obviously like not the best way to go through life. But I think as long as you accept that and realize about yourself and then do a podcast about it every week. Um, in the hopes of monetizing, which again, I realize no one listens to this. Um, I think, I think there's something to be said about that. You know, I'm proud of me anyway. Okay. Weather, we got you check. I'm, there's literally sweat dripping down my back, but I can see snow. How does that make sense? Like, please, how does that make sense? Um, anyway, okay. What was the next thing I randomly brought up? We went from weather to not, it, it was in between weather and www dot. Oh, word count. Yes, the word count has messed up my writing skills, my writing style. Um, I think probably the way I talk too, because again, I'm able to fill over 30 minutes of um, me talking to myself at least once a week. Because, you know, I of course talk to myself regular, like without, um, without recording it. This is just the one time I recorded a week, so we're probably at hours. But again, if you looked through, if you combed through, if scientists, if scientists printed out a transcript of the Nobody Asked for This podcast and just highlighted the points um, that were actually substance and were new thoughts, that highlighter would last, I think, 100 years because it would not run out of ink or get dry. You could probably keep the cap off of that highlighter and just let it sit there on the table and there would be enough ink left at the tip to sustain millions of episodes of the nobody asked for this podcast although unfortunately while i have no plans to stop doing this i don't think we'll reach a million episodes because they haven't figured out how to freeze our heads like walt disney see the conspiracy theory episode of this podcast from like a couple months ago if you want to know more details on that disney frozen it's a it's a ploy frozen frozen 2 and the newly announced frozen 3 there's something they're not telling us but that highlighter will be fine i have no i have no worries about that highlighter so yeah the word count whoever established it um thanks a lot rachel um, you're charging my iPad with the wrong charger because I literally can't write a sentence that's not a run-on sentence anymore because I'm so used to having to maximize the word count. Now, you could say, uh, Francesco, you really did this to yourself because let me just explain to you my um, process of writing essays. Did I ever do any research? No. 
I can't say that I did. I don't think I ever once read the book that I was writing an essay on, read about the event that I was writing an essay on. I'm pretty sure one time I wrote an essay about a war that did not actually happen. I didn't mean to, but I think I was combining, like, um, I think I watched a couple different movies. This was in, this was in high school, so this wasn't, you know, it's not like it was yesterday. Um, although it was not as far away (laughs) as it should have been, because this is like what a grade three person would do to write an essay, and I was definitely like 16, 17. But I think I had watched a couple different movies about what I thought was the same war that I was tasked to write an essay on, um, and just combined, really just combined all those, all those tips. And I would also just find, like, I would basically write research-based essays on my opinion and then just find sources that agreed with whatever I said. So I don't know if they can revoke my degree. I don't think I, don't think I did anything wrong, per se. Like, did I take quotes out of context? Sure. You know, would I cite sources that, like, if you actually read the paper, they weren't agreeing with me? Sure. But, I mean, I got to the word count, which leads me back to the problem. The word count is the problem. I could write you the best two paragraphs. That's all substance. But if you're trying to get me to make two paragraphs of dialogue, five pages, I can do it. But it's going to be a lot of nothing. It's going to be a lot. Uh, it's, it's a nothing. It's It's nothing. I am nothing. My writing was nothing. Should I publish my essays? That would be fun. And just a book of like how to BS your way to a degree. Procrastination across the nation. That's the title of the book. It's going to be, it's going to, it's half essays, half poetry book of me just writing haikus. I remember, I distinctly remember, I don't have the best memory, but I remember learning about a haiku in in school and i just thought you know what this is this is the way to go because you're writing like a full a full something you're completing an assignment you know you're writing a full poem and all you had to do was five syllables seven syllables another and then another five syllables and i'm sure that there is an art to haiku writing and i'm not saying that it's easy uh but the ones that i was writing the you know interpretation i am hungry now i need to eat something now and then the best part is you can just repeat the first line and the third line i am hungry now done haiku again not good a disgrace to haiku writing my apologies but i finished something i also i would like okay here's there's a few things that i would like explanations as to why we had to learn but yet they are so um, ingrained in my memory. Long division. When was that supposed to be useful? Because I'm probably about 10 years out from actually learning it, maybe even more, and it hasn't. I haven't yet got to the point where I've actually needed it. So it's almost like I didn't need it at all. And I don't want to jump to any like crazy conclusions. Like maybe, you know, I'm going to be... Um, at the grocery store in a week from now, and there's going to be someone that says, you know, what bread is is better for sale, and present the prices in a way that needed long division in order to reach the result. But um, that hasn't happened yet. 
like literally not once and i get it there's the like whoever makes the curriculum <laughs> the curriculum for schools i'm sure there's reasons i i don't i don't doubt it i question it you know that that's what i that's what i like to do here so yeah long division i tried to do it the other day uh truly atrocious had no clue what i was doing i think it we, there used to be like um like an acronym i think and it was like See, now I get this mess mixed up with bed mass, which is another thing I'm going to get to. But yeah, I think it's, it's like dad, mom, brother, sister, rover. I think rover was remainder, but I tried to do it the other day and it just, or not the other day. This was like three years ago, possibly four. I think it was pre-COVID, but it was, it was just, I couldn't remember anything. So Long division, not sure why it's needed at all. Now, you could also say the same for this podcast, as in, I don't know why it's needed at all. But it's it's not. And I, I acknowledge that, and I invite long division to do the same. Okay, let me think. What else was useless information that we learned? Okay, I think further up in the grades, like, did we need to learn how to balance chemical equations? I don't think so. Now, you could argue it was a good background for people who went into chemistry. Um, I did not go into chemistry, but I can understand that, you know, not everything is supposed to be tailored to me. Okay, next one, handwriting. I get it and I don't. I think, I actually think they've stopped teaching people how to handwrite, like cursive writing, because it's extremely, extremely pointless. Like, I think those um handwriting books it was like um like pretty decent sized books of like how you do all the letters um were a waste of paper i think that they are contributing negatively negatively to the climate crisis for no reason and i'm glad that um people are or whoever invented the uh, school curriculum really listened to me um 10 years ago when i thought that this was dumb now i didn't publicly say that it was dumb until now this is the first time i'm doing such um, and they really are being abolished as we speak. So there's really like not so much of a point for me to be still fighting for this change that has already happened. But I will definitely take credit for it. I think I thought it was stupid years ago. Years ago. You know what I think I could benefit from um, in a couple and more ways than one is I think I think I could use some sponsors. Uh, not because I need the money. Because I do, but it's like what I like. I don't spend clearly, as you can tell, and as you're hoping, based on the the terrible quality. I don't really spend money on this, so it's not like I need to make money to like run it. Uh, I think I might pay a, a small subscription fee to upload it every month. I really should look into that. You know how many subscriptions, like free trials, I let go like a month too long. I think when you when you pass and you get to whatever happens next, I think you should see a number. And I think that number should be the amount of money that you spent on unused subscriptions. Because I'm telling you, that number is going to be high. And then I think you should have to donate that amount of money to a charity. Um, all of this is like happening postmortemly, so I don't exactly know how they're gonna they're gonna figure that out. But that's it. again, I'm the, I'm the ideas person. You know, it's not my job to figure out how we're gonna execute. I'm working on the ideas. 
more so. Um, yeah, I think you should have to you should have to reallocate that money because that number is probably higher than we all think. But anyway, back to what was I talking about? Oh, me needing ads. Yeah, I need ads not for the money, although I will take it. But I need to be able to break up these random segments or or really these random chunks of talking with an ad. So I can be like, complain, complain, complain. Buy so-and-so yogurt. Do you need to go to the bathroom? Have you been clogged up for days? Introducing, you know, probiotic yogurt. I'm not going to give any brands the time of day without the money. But you know what I mean. You know what I'm saying. Even though I talk about like every fast food restaurant multiple times and usually say positive things. Now, in this in this version, I'm not going to be giving people free promotion. Um, because honestly, they probably don't want to be associated with me. Because there, again, is is no benefit to them to be such. But, but yeah, I really need like a commercial break to really break up um, these, these sound bites. So again, it'll be complaint, 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 add. New complaint, new complaint, new complaint, add. Third complaint, third complaint, third complaint. And so on and so forth. You know who I think about every once in a while? Or, or more or less who, but what? I think about the poor people over at BlackBerry. They had the most popular phone in the world. In my, in my opinion, the best phone in the world. Now, I never had a BlackBerry. I unfortunately missed out. I, I was not of having phone age when they were in their prime, or, or maybe just as they, I got a phone probably like, yeah, like like 10-ish years ago, and that was really when they were on their way out, like the iPhone had just, has just in that, in the last few years before, had really started to um, pop up, it was, it was, I think, you know, less than five years since Steve Jobs, you know, got on stage in that turtleneck, and said, this is the future. And honestly, it was kind of right. Although I have um, some bones to pick with Mr. Jobs. Um, I believe he is no longer with us. Rest in peace. I wonder how, many, how much money he spent on unpaid subscriptions. But that's a podcast for another day. Uh, so yeah, I never had a BlackBerry. But I always wanted one. And they just seemed so cool. I think the touchscreen one was the way to go. I did, I, I have to admit this publicly... Um, I did buy a non-usable BlackBerry. Like it was a, like this was a, a couple years ago. This was like, I think during COVID because I was bored and I thought the world was ending. So like I was like ready to rid myself of my earthly possessions. Um, jokes on me, the world did not end. And then I had no earthly possessions to restart my post-COVID lifestyle. But that's again, is a story for another time. Um, I did, I did buy, I think, I think it was called the Blackberry Bold. It was the, it was the like classic keyboard, half keyboard, half screen, but the screen was a touch screen. I could play that hit game, like pre Candy Crush, when everyone was playing that, like, I think it's called Brick Breaker. It was like the reason to get a Blackberry because you could play Brick Breaker. You could also type your emails. I feel like if you were angry with someone, you could like type it out really really fast and be like, you suck. I just, I, it probably feels more therapeutic. You probably get it out better. 
Um, because can I just say, holding a moment of silence, okay, ready? That was the moment for people who had to text on flip phones. That sounds horrible. Where you had to pick like each key or each number represented three letters and then you had to like click it to get to the number. Like that sounds awful. Also, you're telling me there are people that could text quickly on those devices, on those flip phones, on those Motorola things with the, with the charm dangling at the side. You're telling me there's a generation of people that can do that. And people are still walking around with the cold and no known cure. Like, are you kidding me? No one's figured it out yet? I can't imagine. I'm not, I'm not in the medical field, but I can't imagine that that is harder than texting sentences on a flip phone. I've gone through phases where I wanted to get a flip phone. And not even a phase. I, ha- I have wanted to get a flip phone. But then I just think of all the ways I would, my life would be inconvenienced. And I just wonder, what would be the point? Like, what point am I trying to prove by having a flip phone that I'm, like, cool? You know? Also, the amount of uh, people I engage with socially is dwindling. Like, I can't be the person whose text messages are now going to be green and, and, and be delivered in two to three business days per response because I'm still trying to figure out how the number three is both an A, a B, and a C. And then grammar's going out the window because... I'm not going to be able to figure out how to put a comma or a parentheses or an eclipse. Is it called an eclipse? No, no, no. Not eclipse. An ellipse. What's an ellipse? I'm Googling it really quickly. Uh, Not a Twilight movie. An ellipse. A closed curve. Um, An ellipsis. An ellipses. Wait one sec. Ellipses. That sounds like my furniture is going to start floating. A closed curve. Anyway, you know what I'm saying. The little the dots. I'm not going to be able to figure that out. I'm just not. So I, I don't think I'm going to do it, okay? I'm, I'm here to announce to the world. I, I don't think it's happening. But back to what's not happening, unfortunately, is uh, BlackBerry. What is going on with them? As, as far as I know, they're still a company. But like, do, do, people, do people work there? Like, is there anyone who says, oh my gosh, hi, nice to meet you. And, the, and then the other person's like, oh, nice to meet you. Like, how are you? Oh, I'm good. What are you up to? Oh, I work at BlackBerry. Like, has, has anyone said that since like late 2009? I'm genuinely curious. I don't know. Because I was on that Stocks app the other day, which is an app that has always confused me. I, I still have no idea what, what's happening. Um, but I like to go on there every once in a while just to make sure that it's, you know, everything's up to code. Everything's looking right. Actually, I have it in a, I have it in a folder. You know, you can make folders on your phone. I have it in a folder with my calculator app just to make sure that all my stuff's in order. Um, but I was, I was on there and I saw that BlackBerry was still there. But it's like, for Why? And that's a genuine question, like, like what is ha- like, what activities having at BlackBerry? Like, if you work at BlackBerry, like, doing what? You, like, you know what I mean? Because I'm pretty sure they're not making phones anymore. I, I will Google it, even though my Googling streak hasn't been that great. I've, I've started typing Blueberry, please forgive me. BlackBerry. 
Does BlackBerry exist? Okay. On January 4th, 2022, BlackBerry decommissioned the infrastructure. This is sounding like a lot of, a lot of words. And services used by our legacy software and phone operating systems. Okay, that sentence was designed to sound smart, but in fact not actually mean anything, which I'm flattered by because it means they used my, ex- that my essay writing approach um, that millions, you know, have, have used to this day. There's millions of people on Jenny Craig. There's millions of people using my um, essay theory. Okay, our smartphone heritage. Okay, so their whole website is about all the stuff that they used to do. Yikes, okay. Um, cybersecurity. Okay. They have they have a they have a frequently asked question section, a fax. And it says, does BlackBerry still make smartphones? No. And hasn't for over a year. Okay. That's question one of two. Question two of two is what does BlackBerry do now? Genius. This is what we've been looking for. BlackBerry is a software company focused on providing wait. Black, this is this is not sponsored. BlackBerry is a software company focused on providing, enabling technologies to ensure the safety and secure. Again, this is something like a lot of words to ensure the safety and security of all the devices and systems businesses rely on. We are pioneers in cybersecurity. I mean, pioneers is a strong word. Encrypted voice and digital communications, automotive safety, automotive. When did cars get involved? Cars four and innumerable connected and loat L O capital T. So it's either a um, a typo or something I don't understand. Systems and devices in fields such as medical, industrial, avionics, and more, all with the common thread of intelligent security. Okay, so BlackBerry is now a front. They are moving some sort of narcotic. Um, they've got to be because this is this website is not making any sense to me. You're telling me BlackBerry is like keeping us safe and cyber secure. I've never felt less cyber secure. I swear to you, I had a thought the other day about um, an egg salad sandwich, and I had an Instagram ad for egg salad sandwiches. It wasn't that exact example. I can't remember what it was, but it was something like that. And you're telling me now we're all good because BlackBerry's taking care of us. And I don't, I don't mean this as a um, slight against BlackBerry. I'm a huge fan of the brand and have been, you know. I'm, I'm, so, I'm, I'm cheering for their comeback, but it looks like they don't want to come back. It seems like they'd rather just pretend that they're keeping the internet secure while I'm getting more um, targeted ads my way left and center. Um, forgive me for getting distracted there for a second. I realize I still have a pumpkin in this room that I bought in October. And it's like, honestly, it's looking pretty good. What month are we in? We're in March, uh, October, November, December, January, February, March. We're like almost half a year from this pumpkin's prime and looking pretty good. You can hear that was me knocking on the pumpkin. What is the lifespan of a pumpkin? Let's, we're gonna Google that next. I wanna, I'm gonna keep recording and keep googling things until i'm satisfied with at least one result of a google search life of a pumpkin life of a pumpkin which is actually what they want to name the documentary about me 
The life of a pumpkin starts by planting a pumpkin seed in the warm ground. I love pumpkin seeds. Okay. Before carving, freshly harvested or store-bought pumpkins can last one month at room temperature and two to three months if stored in a cool, dark, dry place. This is exactly wrong because I'm not kidding. I bought this six months ago, five months ago. And it's like completely fine. So, and I don't, I'm not in a necessarily cool, dark, and or dry place. Mentally, but not physically. How old was the oldest pumpkin? The oldest evidence of pumpkin is fragments found in Mexico that are dated between 7,000 and 5,500 BC. So what you're saying is I only have to wait 40, for 5,499 more days Till I make pumpkin, thousand more days till I make pumpkin history, or something like that. Is BC okay? Fifty five hundred BC. Is that fifty five hundred years ago, or fifty five, or s- what are we in twenty twenty? Fifty five hundred plus two thousand twenty two is a number I don't know. Fifty five hundred plus two hundred twenty two. Ooh, that's like. S- over 7,500 years. Okay, never mind. I'm taking my... My pumpkin is out of uh, out of the running. We are withdrawing. But yeah, I mean, six months, that's pretty cool. Maybe I'll make some pumpkin seeds for the next episode. I love a good pumpkin seed. Let's put some salt. Oof. Even some cinnamon sugar, which I just realized you can buy at the store. I have a really good recipe for cinnamon sugar. You take cinnamon, and then you just add an equal part of sugar. There you go. And now ask me my recipe for lemon pepper. You get some lemon, add a little bit of pepper. There you go. I thrive at recipes in which the title is the recipe. You know? Like, uh, I'm trying to think of an example. There aren't many. But like, apple juice. You get an apple, you juice it. Done. Orange juice. You get an orange, you juice it. Done. Lemon juice. You go to the store, buy that stuff in the plastic tube, in the, in the bottle shaped like a lemon. Add some sugar, done. Actually, that lemon, that fake lemon stuff, I don't, I don't hate many things. Um, it scares me. I get indigestion thinking about fake lemon juice. I don't even know if it's fake or like from concentrate. I don't even know that I have a proper understanding of what something being from concentrate actually means. If I'm just being honest right here, because why not? Um, but yeah, that, that fake lemon stuff, ugh. And to end on a positive note, I would just like to say that I had a mini egg, a, a, a Cadbury mini egg um, earlier today that was just delightful. And I want, you know, as I've been calling out businesses to, you know, reevaluate their platforms and maybe stop pretending like they're keeping us cyber secure when they're not, um, I just want Cadbury to know that you know, you're doing, you're doing a good job, you know, it just in that one aspect, I don't know, maybe you suck in other ways. I haven't, this is not a full approval, but the mini eggs, 
keep doing what you're doing. And I think that is the best place to leave off. You know, I try and send you off with some positivity. And by you, I mean no one. Because again, no listeners. Actually, pretty sad update. I remember I was talking last week about how in the YouTube episodes of these podcasts that I put up, the last few have been titles that are like actual phrases as, a, as opposed to just me like calling it like diarrhea, indigestion, um, Queen Elizabeth and more or whatever I've called some of these episodes. Um, and just after I was talking about how popular I was getting 30 views on a video, 50 views on a video, um, mere hours after that, I checked to upload last week's episode and the episode from the previous week had exactly zero views, not zero and a half, not two, zero. Like I didn't even listen. And I think that that is, you know, it's, it's always nice to have a starting point. And, um, I've, I've reached it. I've reached the starting point. And if you're here with me, thank you. So I hope you have a great week, a great weekend. Almost there, Thursday. It's pretty cool. Uh, please, if you would like, subscribe. Or honestly, even if you don't want to do it, like if you can just kind of find the, the effort to do it anyway, that would be great. Um, it doesn't really do you any harm. We're on Apple, Spotify, uh, other places, Samsung, Samsung Podcasts, Google Player or something, the Google Store, uh, Stitcher, Amazon Prime. Or not Prime, Amazon Podcasts, I think. Um, and we also have a website, podcastnobodyaskforthis.podbean.com. Throwback to the uh, two or three months where I was saying the wrong address in that <laughs> when I was directing people to the website. Now, I'm sure that is the reason why we, we're getting no listeners. I th- I'm sure had I known what my actual website was, um, which I feel the need to defend. I don't pay for like a separate website. It just happens to come with the service I used to upload this. So it's not like I'm, you know, like someone at BlackBerry, you know, paying a web developer to, you know, make this fake website. This is, you know, it's all part of the process. Um, but yeah, thank you so much again. I hope you have a great week and we'll see you next time. And by we, I mean, it's just, it's still going to be me. Yeah. I'm not, there's no, like, like no new person coming in. So, you know, you don't have to worry about change. Change can be hard. Um, it can also be easy, but it's hard sometimes. Um, uh, but yeah, no, just me. Just, just, uh, just this voice over and over and over until, uh, until they, uh, cut my internet off. Bye.